0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Ministry Leaders Podcast, episode 31. We're a podcast aimed at equipping local church volunteer leaders, pastors, and other ministry leaders to better serve their ministries and churches. In the last episode, episode 30, we began a conversation about the unique and subtle temptations that Christian leaders face. And uh, we want to pick up with part two of that episode today. Just to recap, in the last episode, we looked at the temptations of ambition and approval. And I ended that last episode with this statement. Christian leaders face the same temptations everyone else does. But uniquely, we're often encouraged and rewarded when we give in to them. And if we can gather a bigger crowd or build a bigger ministry, everyone claps and respects us for it. Even if it really has more to do with our own ambition or desire for approval rather than our heart for God. Let me move on now to a second temptation Christian leaders uniquely face, and that is that we become overly familiar with God. After all, we do God stuff all day long or for however many hours each week we volunteer at church. Our work, our service is about God, it's for God. And so God starts to feel common and ordinary and every day. God becomes a product to sell or a program to administer. And we lose our awe for God. We lose our reverence for God. We lose the mystery. And actually, this is often what people want from us. They they probably wouldn't articulate this, but they don't want a God who is untamable and unpredictable and mysterious. They want a God who's safe and tame and understandable. And so we're tempted to make God into a commodity to, to satisfy them. And what we wind up with is religion, which begins to look a lot more like us and less like God. In the Old Testament, the temptation was to make idols, right? The Israelites said to Moses, don't have God speak to us. He's scary. You speak to us. A- and then they said to Aaron, make us an idol, something we can see, a God we can touch and control. And that's what people are always tempted to want, and often that's what churches become, just tame religion. And because Christian leaders spend so much of our time planning lessons and attending meetings and balancing budgets and solving problems, it's easy to become overly comfortable with God and for us to lose God altogether. And meanwhile, God is supposed to be the whole point, right? And so what can we as leaders do about these temptations, given the fact that very few people are going to point them out to us? Very few people are going to call us on these things or offer to hold us accountable. Well, the first trick is to learn the warning signs. What are some of the warning signs that we might have a problem Well, let me suggest a few indicators to look for in ourselves. And and I'm not going to take time to explain how each of these relates to the temptation themselves, but, but just to throw them out there as possible warning signs that your heart may be off track as a leader. The first one, the first question is, is your pace sustainable? Do you periodically refresh yourself so that you aren't burning out, so that your church involvement isn't exhausting you? Second, if you have a family, is your family happy? Are you making sure you're not neglecting them for ministry or for the church? Third, do you have time to pray, to talk to God, to nurture your own faith? Because you're not too busy with church stuff to have leisurely conversations with God. Fourth, do you have someone who's speaking into your life, challenging you on where your heart is, what your motives are, Or is it just you and God going it alone? Fifth, does your church or ministry look different than you would like it to? To some extent, that's probably a good thing. It it means you're leaving room for God and for other gifts and perspectives and parts of the body to function. And if your church or ministry doesn't look like you want, how are you treating the people who are getting in the way of your vision? Are you respecting them and their differences or are you trying to run over them or around them? Sixth, could your church or your ministry survive and even thrive without you? Have you made yourself dispensable because you've empowered others? If you answered no to several of these questions, I'd say that's a red flag. I'd encourage you to pay attention to your heart and the temptations you may be struggling with or have given into. Well, as we wrap up this episode, what can we do to protect ourselves from the subtle temptations of Christian ministry? These temptations are always going to be there because churches and ministries tend to be environments which actually celebrate and reward ambition and success and those who are good at winning people's approval because people tend to take success in ministry and in a church setting at face value as a good thing and not probe what might be going on underneath. So how can we be alert to the subtler temptations and how can we counteract them? Well, first, we can embrace our limits. What weaknesses do you have? What limits? I, for example, have a food allergy that makes it hard for me to eat with other people, and I hate it. it. It gets in the way of great ministry opportunities sometimes, but I've had to learn to embrace this constraint, which keeps me in a position of weakness and which poses limits on me. So the key here is learning to embrace your limits as God's way of curbing your ambition. Second, make sure you're reaching out and investing time in those who can't benefit you or your vision or your agenda. In every church or ministry, there are those who complain if you don't give them enough attention, and there are those, if you invest time in them, they can be good allies and supporters, and we have to do some of that. But there are others in every church or ministry who, if you reach out to them, nobody will know. Maybe they're even not in your church or ministry. Maybe it's someone in your neighborhood or someone you know outside of church. But reaching out to these kind of people, whether they're in your church or not, it's not going to help you in any way. These are sort of like the lame and the blind and the weak that Jesus talked about, that he said, be sure to invite these sorts of people to your parties. Why? Because they can't repay you. Make sure there are people in your life who would never ask you for your time or be able to pay you back in any way, but you do it anyway, because Jesus cares about these sorts of people. Third, and related to this, do things that no one will ever see. Help someone, serve someone, fix something, solve a problem nobody notices that it's there, and don't tell anybody you did it. This helps to counteract the the temptation for approval. Fourth, and this is a huge one, listen well listen to people, ask them about their vision, their hopes for the church. Stop talking so much about your own and find out what God is stirring in other people. Here you might want to go back and listen to the the second, actually, uh, second episode of this podcast on listening where I talk more about that skill and that discipline. And then fifth, finally, make sure there are people in your life who you're asking to speak into your life and to challenge you. One of the biggest vulnerabilities of Christian leadership is the more you succeed, the less anyone is going to challenge you or question you. So you have to be intentional about finding a few trustworthy people. Educate them, alert them to the temptations of Christian leadership so that you and they can be on the lookout for these temptations together. Now here's what's going to happen if you do these things. You're going to be a bit less productive and a bit less powerful and maybe a little bit less popular, and you're going to, as a result, going to have to trust God more. God's movement, God's power, God's ability to take your few loaves and and fish of ministry effort, and God is going to have to multiply them. But wouldn't that be a better thing anyway? Isn't that the point of following Jesus? Well, that's it for this episode of the Ministry Leaders Podcast. If you find this podcast valuable, please share it with someone. You can also help spread the word by subscribing to the podcast or leaving us a rating or a review. Bye for now.